This is the Visit the Zoo podcast, episode number 22. Today we hear about the cheetah. We try to guess three mystery animal sounds, zoo news, and a lot more. Hello and welcome everybody to another episode of Visit the Zoo. This is episode number 22 and my name is Frederick Fishman and I am your host for this episode today. And I want to welcome everybody and thank you for joining me. I am the author of the 120 Animal 12 Book Visit the Zoo series of ebooks, print books, audiobooks, and volume number one in the DVD series that's now out. And if you'd like more information about what we do here at Visit the Zoo and all that we've got to offer, we have three websites that you can visit. First of all, the main website for Visit the Zoo is zooanimals.info. That's zooanimals, plural, zooanimals.info. And the second website you can visit is my main author website, and that is frederickfishman.com, and that's spelled F-I-C-H-M-A-N, frederickfishman.com. And if you want to help support all of our efforts and keep the lights on and keep all the episodes coming, please visit us at our Patreon site, and that's patreon.com slash visitthezoo, P-A-T-R-E-O-N, patreon.com visit the zoo it would be appreciated greatly so let's get started we have three well actually we have more than that today we have a lot of stories to cover today in zoo news four of them are kind of the same and one of them is different so let me read the different one first this is from tampa florida from now on you can call the Lowry Park Zoo, Zoo Tampa. Officials at the Lowry Park Zoo announced upgrades in a planned new water attraction Thursday along with a new logo and name for the nearly 60-year-old zoo. This spring, Zoo Tampa will open Roaring Springs, a boat ride that will allow passengers to catch a glimpse of the surrounding park. It sounds like a Disney ride, doesn't it? Explorers will board a boat and gently drift along a crystal-clear spring Surrounded by native landscape and wildlife, zoo spokesman Andrea Alava said in a news release, The journey takes a sudden turn when the elevation drops and guests feel a rush of adrenaline as they experience a three-story splashdown. This sounds like fun. It really does. The journey for guests will continue along a trail showing hidden Florida with glimpses of black bears, alligators, panthers, key deer, and other native species, Alva said. Don't look for Zoo Tampa to turn it into an amusement park, though. Much of the development coming in the upcoming months and years will be for the betterment of the animals, Alava said, with the zoo increasing its capacity to take in Florida wildlife. Well, that sounds like a lot of fun. It really does. Nearly one million people a year visit the 65-acre Zoo Tampa to see its more than 1,300 animals. So, that sounds like a lot of fun coming to the Zoo Tampa, the new Zoo Tampa. Now, these next stories I've got, let me see, let me count them here. I've got four stories, and they're all short, and they're all about snakes. This is from Waco, Texas at the Cameron Park Zoo. 
a rat snake with two functional heads has gone on display at the Cameron Park Zoo in Waco, Texas. The zoo made the announcement on Facebook Tuesday alongside with a photo of the two-headed snake and details about the rare reptile, including how it can eat using either head. The snake appears to have two identical-looking heads with a space in between each while connecting to the same body. Okay, this is story number two about snakes. A reptile handler was summoned to a popular South Africa beach to capture a venomous black mamba snake spotted by a teen jogger. And black mambas, by the way, are very venomous and can kill. The Crocworld Conservation Center said a teenage jogger spotted the large snake while going for a run on Scottsboro's main beach in front of the Cuddy Sark Hotel. They alerted swimmers to keep away. The Crocworld posted a video to Facebook showing Rodriguez, who is Martin Derek Rodriguez from Croc World, carefully capturing the venomous snake. Rodriguez said it's unusual to find black mambas on the beach. I hope. He said the snake was trying likely to cool off from the heat. And this third story is from Australia. And it said a reptile handler in Australia shared a video of an unusual rescue, including a snake with its head stuck inside a beer can. The video posted to Facebook by Stewie the Snake Catcher. No, that's not his name, is it? Okay. Stewie the Snake Catcher shows the man and his partner working carefully to cut the snake out of a can without injuring it. Stewie said he was contacted by members of the public who spotted the tiger snake near the path. They tried to free the snake first, he wrote. I was contacted for advice and I suggested the situation was too dangerous for them to proceed. The reptile rescuer said the snake made a full recovery. Now, what would have been interesting if somebody would have opened a beer and a snake popped its head out from the other direction. Now, that would have been an interesting story. Now, finally, this is story number three. Excuse me, story number four. And it says, um, this is, uh, let me see, it's from Thailand. Okay. A man who heard a strange sound from the engine of his car in Thailand took a look under the hood and came face to face with a king cobra. You know what? I'm not even going to try and pronounce this guy's name. This driver of this car, Konganinim, yeah, right, who's 55, said his Nissan was parked outside his Surat Thanai province home overnight on Wednesday, and he heard the noise Thursday when he was preparing to drive to the store. He said he popped open the hood and quickly slammed it shut again when he came face to face with a 15-foot cobra. The cobra could have killed me. I opened the bonnet to look down into the engine, and I was about 12 inches from his face. He called local authorities, who summoned snake catcher Tanawat Num to the scene. Tanawat said the capture went smoothly and the snake will be safely released back into the wild. It is rare we see a king cobra this big. All right, it's the segment that we all love, and that is the mystery animal segment, where I play three animal sounds and you try and guess what these animals are. Here is the first animal sound. Let me see if you can guess what this is.
No, I did not stick the microphone next to my stomach. A year is now animal sound, mystery animal sound number two. And now here is mystery animal sound number three. Let me play that again. That was a little short. All right, and those are our three animal mystery sounds for today, and we'll tell you what they were later on in the episode. It's time now for another full animal description, and this time it's read again by Shannon Zamora, who is an actress in Houston, and thank you very much, Shannon, for recording these for us. This is about the cheetah, that very fast land animal in Africa. Cheetah. Watching him lounge in the sun, it is strange to think of this wonderfully built creature as the fastest land animal on planet Earth. But the cheetah is the fastest runner in the animal kingdom. His name, cheetah, is derived from the Sanskrit word meaning variegated, which means varied in appearance, marked with patches or spots of different colors. Looking at its coat in the picture, you can see those different patches and spots quite easily. The habitat of the cheetah is spread across most of Africa, and even into parts of the Middle East, but there just aren't that many of them in this expansive area. The cheetah has a deep chest and a narrow waist. It weighs from 46 to 160 pounds, and its long tail is 24 to 33 inches long. It stands about 26 to 37 inches tall, and the males are slightly larger than the females. Cheetahs have semi-retractable claws to help grab onto prey as they chase after a meal. They thrive in areas of vast expanse where they can run without being restricted. Those areas include grasslands, savannas, and even areas of dense vegetation and mountains. Okay, let's talk about their speed. They can run up to 1,600 feet at bursts of 70 to 75 miles per hour. And unlike any race car, they can go from 0 to 62 miles per hour in just 3 seconds. That's 3 seconds. Wow. Cheetahs are carnivores, meaning they eat meat. Their hunting and living range may be as small as 13 square miles or as large as 580 square miles. On their menu are gazelle, springbok, impala, and smaller versions of zebra and wildebeest. They hunt by vision, not scent, and their ability to see over great distances is excellent. They usually stalk their prey first, then chase it down, trip it up, and kill by suffocation or cutting of a neck artery. But cheetahs get winded easily, which raises their body temperature. After a hard run, they may have to rest at least half an hour before beginning to eat. And they eat as fast as they can. Cheetahs have the bad luck of losing 50% of their kills to other large predators who can sense those kills quickly if they're nearby. Predators like lions and hyenas can snatch away a meal quickly if they want to, and they usually want to. On the subject of predators, well, a healthy adult cheetah doesn't worry much about predators unless it is surprised or in a bad position. Their speed will get them out of most confrontations. Their cubs are not so lucky. Over 90% of all cheetah cubs are killed by lions, leopards, hyenas, African wild dogs, and even eagles. The cheetah cannot roar. Instead, they will chirp, 
growl, yowl, and purr. They live about 12 years in the wild and 20 years in captivity. Cheetahs are not monogamous. A female will mate with just about any male cheetah that happens along. Cubs will stay with their mothers for about 18 months, then go off on their own. Sometimes females will hang around longer with their mothers. The males are territorial and will defend their range. In the end, both male and female cheetahs are a solitary species. Cheetahs have been revered throughout history, a history which may stretch back as long as 26 million years. However, their most recent ancestor began roaming the earth about 11 million years ago. Strangely enough, they can be domesticated to a degree. As a matter of fact, some ancient Egyptians kept them as pets on a leash. That rarely, if ever, happens now. Their fur was once considered a status symbol. They have also been accused of regularly taking farmers' livestock, but they are desperate when they do that, and only rarely. Now protection efforts for this animal are underway. Currently, there are an estimated 12,400 cheetahs living in 25 African countries. There are numerous conservation endeavors to keep this species of gorgeous cats going and prevent them becoming extinct. The odds are against them since they normally lose their young to predators and their food to predator thieves. But for now, they are holding on. And thank you very much, Shannon, for that read about the cheetah. Very comprehensive. I appreciate that. Thank you. Let's go back now to our three animal sounds, and let me see if you can guess what these animals were. Let's play the first one again to refresh your memory. Considering how loud these animals can be, that must be their quiet time. That is the Venezuelan red howler monkey. It is a South America species of the howler monkey, which is a New World monkey, and it's found in the Amazon basin in Venezuela, Bolivia, in Ecuador, and also in Brazil. It is a small monkey. It's not a large monkey. It's uh, about 49 to 72 centimeters long. The females are a little smaller at 46 to 57. The males weigh between 5.4 and 9 kilograms, and the females weigh between 4.2 and 7 kilograms. They've got a large jawbone. Their lower jaw sticks out, and they're diurnal, which means they sleep at night and they're active during the day. They have a long prehensile tail, which helps them to grab on and on limbs and trees and move about from tree to tree. They live in groups of three to nine individuals and they're active in the morning and they're also known for their loud calls early in the day. As a matter of fact, those loud calls are called the dawn chorus. And that is the red howler monkey. Okay, let's play our next animal and you may know what this is, but let's give it a try. That is a squirrel. Now, these small or medium-sized rodents are found just about everywhere in the Americas, in Eurasia, Africa, 
and Australia. The small pygmy squirrels range from 2.8 to 3.9 millimeters, which is pretty small. And they only weigh, those little small pygmy squirrels, only about a third of an ounce. The larger ones, these are giants, they, they are considered squirrels, are the alpine marmots. And they are 3 feet 7 inches long and can weigh between 11 and 18 pounds. Now, squirrels live in varied habitats from rainforest to semi-arid deserts. Adults usually live between 5 and 10 years in the wild and 10 to 20 years in captivity. They eat nuts, seeds, conifer cones, plus they eat fruit, vegetation, and pizza. Okay, now I'll have to explain the pizza business, alright? Short story time. I was in a park a few years ago and just walking around and I noticed that a young lady was leaning against a tree and I didn't pay any attention really and she was eating a slice of pizza and then I watched the squirrel climb down the tree down the trunk jumped on her shoulder snatched the piece of pizza and race right up to the top of the tree and began to completely devour that entire slice of pizza so yes squirrels do eat pizza all right here's a Here's now our third animal sound. Now again, that's a little short, so let me play it for you again. Along with the kangaroo, this is the symbol of Australia, and this is the koala. By the way, they're not they're not bears. They're not koala bears. They're just koala. They are arboreal, which means they live in trees, of course, and they are marsupials, like the kangaroo, which means their babies are born in the pouch and live there until they can crawl out. They live in Australia in the coast areas in the eastern and southern region. They are about 24 to 33 inches long, and they weigh 9 to 33 pounds. They are silver gray to brown, and they live in open uh, eucalyptus woodlands, and that eucalyptus is their favorite tree to live in, and also their favorite leaf to eat. That's the majority of their diet. They are basically sedentary creatures. They sleep 20 hours a day. The only social connections they really have are between mother and child, so they're considered asocial. They were first recorded by Europeans in 1798, and Unfortunately, they were hunted almost immediately for their fur, but they are protected now, and they are living in established sanctuaries in Australia. Their biggest threat now, as with most animals, or many animals that we describe here on Visit the Zoo, is habitat destruction. That is the koala, and those are the three animals, mystery animal sounds, for today. Okay, we're coming to the end of the podcast, and this is the section where I usually read a poem or some quotes about animals, and today I've got a poem that I'm going to read to you, and this is about spiders. This is written by Marie Tully, and she published this in 2011. You should always keep a spider, at least one in every room. Give them a little corner with an offering of food. They'll spin the night away, and they'll hunt for you by day, keeping your house clean of pests in their very special way. So do not go hard with the insect spray when blue bottles and flies come your way. Remember the little spiders who hide themselves away. 
And that brings us to the end of this episode of the Visit the Zoo podcast. And I want to thank you very much and hope that you'll join me again next week where we will read some more animal news around the world, hear some more mystery sounds, hear a description, and maybe read a poem or quote or two. So stay tuned. We've got more coming up in the future. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. That's subscribe, rate, and review. We are now found on a total of nine podcast distribution channels so it's very easy to find us you can also visit us at our three websites that we've got the first one of course is the main website at zoo animals that's plural zoo info and my author website at frederick fishman f-i-c-h-m-a-n.com and if you want to help support us and give a little financial support this way you can go to our website at patreon at p-a-t-r-e-o-n patreon.com slash visit the zoo so i hope that you have enjoyed this episode i really love doing them and i love joining you every single week join us again next week while we do another episode and another version visit the zoo bye-bye